right, so we're recording a brand new episode of the Q Chat. I'm super excited. This is the first male to join the Q Chat, so this is super exciting. So I want everyone to be prepared because here's a bad motherfucker, can't you see? It's my signified homeboy, Young Dolomite. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm so happy to have you. Um, And just to let everybody know, uh, me and Young Dolomite met courtesy of Instagram and he also has a podcast that he's a part of and it's called the too much game podcast um go ahead and give um, my listeners some background before we get started uh well I'm 37 years old I'm from Los Angeles California Compton to be specific uh my podcast is pretty much just giving pretty much wisdom to Anybody who needs it, for the most part, from the perspective of a street nigga, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also have another podcast, Cat versus Dog, that I record with my co-host Chelsea Perry. It's a relationship show. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm a simple dude. I'm a father of two, a husband of one. I've been married uh, 11 and a half years. So, yeah, that's about it about me. Awesome. So we're going to go right to it. So as me and you talked off recording, uh, we were trying to think of some good topics. So this is like, I think women were going nuts. Like, (laughs) as you know, I posted on my Instagram and I let everybody know I was doing my first recording with a guy, um, a king on the Queen's chat finally. And I asked them, you know, hey, just give us some topics. So we're going to just, I'm going to just go down a list. I know me and you talked about a few things. So I'm going to go over some of the things we can start talking about, some of the things we talked about. Then I'm literally just going to go to my Instagram <laughs> and start pulling some of the questions. And um, just a disclaimer for everybody listening, this is going to be a fair conversation. So if y'all thinking y'all going to get like an argument, it's not going to happen. So, but, um, <laughs> so just letting y'all know so um the first thing i wanted to talk about which is a topic that me and you had said you know we talked about off off the um recording and then someone ironically had a question too about it is the topic of ghosting um so i know like that's a it's like when people will kind of get tired of people they're just like okay i'm out you know <laughs> no yeah. warning no nothing and I know men probably experienced it too, for sure. Um, I know women have said they've experienced that too. And that was actually one of the questions that I had also. Let me find the exact wording that she said. She said, why do some men isolate them isolate themselves? And this is from China, the writer. She's one of my regulars. She said, why do men isolate themselves when they are going through something hard in their lives? And she said some of them completely disappear with no explanation. I think it's called ghosting. So I'll give you the floor with that one. Are you familiar with the whole ghosting thing that takes place? Uh, yes, I'm a, I'm a guilty party. Um, I so think. A a, <laughs> huh? So you're a former ghoster in the past. <laughs> yes, like I, I think a lot of it is a lot of men weren't really raised to show emotion. So right. if we put in a position where we have to show emotion, a lot of times we, we don't know how to do it. It's hard to express ourselves in certain situations. So me, I I go to my room a lot. Like when me and my wife get into it, I, I dip off a little bit. I shouldn't do it, but it's kind of how I handle emotional stress. 
do you think you handle it that way to like avoid confrontation, you know, like to spare her stress or like, you know, what do you think is the true source of it? Like why you choose to like, you know, kind of dip off to the side. Me personally. Yes. Like me, that's the reason I do it because when I'm pissed off, the first thing in my mind is to say the most fucked up thing that comes to my brain. Right. So in order to not say something that I could possibly regret, I'd rather wait until I'm in a better mental space to address the situation later. Mm, That makes sense. And I know you said that it seems like, you know, men in particular, they kind of raised to not really express themselves. Um, What's your background? Like, were you raised in like a two parent family? Like, you know, like what examples did you see coming up? Nah, single mother. I was raised by my mother and my stepfather, mostly in and out of prison. Mm hmm. So my mom, you know, it was kind of the, I guess you would call it the typical black household. Like, you know, she didn't let us cry. Like, you had to be bleeding to cry. Like, is your leg broke? What, mm-hmm. is, is your head cracked up? What, what you crying for? So, you know, uh, a lot of black men, the way we was raised, it wasn't to be emotional. It wasn't to be vulnerable. It's like, you always got to be hard all the time. So being a, being vulnerable for a man is kind of like a behavior that we got to learn later in life Mm, that makes perfect sense on the lighter end of it do you recall like because i used to you've been married for 11 years so when you were single can you like recall moments where like maybe you were dating somebody and boom you just were going because i think that's another chapter ghosting too that a lot of women experience you know they'll be dealing with somebody and next thing you know they out you know, and I've actually done it to people from the women's perspective, which I guess that could be another episode. But um, like, can you recall in your single days when you may have been dating somebody and you just totally stopped off communication? Was it because there was a turnoff situation, or you know, like what could be some of the reasons you know that men ghost early on in a relationship or early on in the meeting someone? Uh, me personally, the reason that I ghosted somebody is because I really thought she was crazy. I was mm-hmm. like, I think if I break up with her, there might be repercussions. So I'm just going to disappear. And that I was, yeah, I was already moving. So I just moved and didn't let her know where I was moving, what my new number was. I just disappeared on her. But a lot of times the reason a lot of dudes ghost is because I think they are afraid of the conflict of the breakup. Do you ever think of some instances where they just ghost because they don't really have like a good reason? That's not necessarily yeah. the fault of the. They that's, just say, "Fuck it, I'm done." That's <laughs> never That's what it is. Like mm. they they know that they leave it for a stupid reason. So mm. in order to avoid accountability, they just disappear. Instead of being like, "Uh, I didn't like your hair," or "I didn't like the way your breath smelled," or "Your coochie stink," they rather just right. disappear. Mm. Do you think there's some truth in the fact that I know historically, you know, supposedly women outnumber men. So do you think that it's kind of easier for y'all to be like, you know, fucking I'm out because I have like so many other choices? Like, is that true? I think in the mind of a man, yes. Mm. And to me, uh, just from my personal experience, statistically, yes. Mm. Because I really hate to say it out loud. But I, it, it's a lot more good women than good men out here. 
mm-hmm. and not even pandering, but like I got a lot more women who I know that I'm like, man, I wish I had somebody I could hook you up with than men who I know who I could say, let me hook you up with my home. True. It's that like, yeah, I, I know my my friends are dogs. So I'm like, nah, I ain't even gonna do you like that. Mm. That makes some good sense. I hope that um just gives some clarity for some people. So um, is it truth in the whole, you know, date like a man, basically meaning like y'all kind of date a variety of people at the same time instead of just holding on to one person? Is that truth in that too? Like do men date differently than women? I think it's a stage more than men dating differently than women. I think in our 20s, it's just something we got the stigma for, which is, you know, dating around, sleeping around. But when we get older, it's kind of the same. Like, we looking for somebody to settle down with, too. Some dudes don't really grow out of it. But for the most part, I, I think we date the same. It just looks and sounds different. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think it's completely true. Just like the, uh, what would they say? Think like a man, that little right. term. Like, oh, you know, she's like a dude. Not really. It's just more dudes are logical. Women are more, uh, they think more with their heart than men do. But I know logical women and I know sensitive men. Mm. So I just think, you know, it it's a case-by-case basis depending on who you're dealing with. Right, right. That makes sense. So I know something else that we discussed too. Um, you were bringing up what are some traits that a man wants from a woman you were saying beyond sex? So I guess one layer of it, I know obviously, I mean, I guess you could disagree if I'm wrong, but I mean, obviously there are some men that's just truly just looking for sex and that's it, right? They just want to fuck in that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we pretty much all know that. But as far as like, let's say you meet someone that you kind of dig in, are you still trying to weed this out? Um, what are some of the traits? I know you have brought that up. That's a good topic to bring up. So what are some of the traits a man is looking for in a woman beyond sex? Or just some general traits, I guess I should say. Just some things that's a given that, you know, people should look at. Um, a, a lot of time, um, common interests, um, the ability to communicate properly because I I feel like men and women communicate differently. Like some Mm -hmm. women will say, oh, men can't communicate. And men will say the same thing. Like a lot of times women may talk a lot, but we don't feel like they communicate well. Like they, Mm -hmm. they like to talk, but they don't like to listen. And men, the opposite. We won't say shit, but we'll just sit there and listen all day. So, you know, it's just different languages that we speak. Mm-hmm. So a woman who can speak the specific language that a man can listen to, that's a big one. Because I feel like communication is, is something that a lot of people don't realize is in, as important as it is. Even though we say it, a lot of people don't realize that is a fact. So it boils down to just basically being honest and transparent and saying what you want, basically. Yes. And a a lot of people, I don't know if they don't know what they want or just don't effectively communicate what they want. I think you brought up a point. I think sometimes it's hard to express what you want or sometimes I think 
and I'm not generalizing women. I'll just speak from my own personal situation. I was dating somebody on and off, and I would get very frustrated because I'm like, this fool don't know what I want. <laughs> and then about it, he'd be like, well, to me, I thought it was stuff that I had said repeatedly. But then he's like, well, just tell me what you want, and I'll work on it. And I'd say it, and then I felt like, okay, I just fucking said X, Y, Z, and you're still not doing it. So I do think communication can make or break any situation. So you're saying from the man's perspective too is just basically making sure you express what you want to somebody. Because I think sometimes we just can't understand each other at the end of the day. We speak different love languages. Exactly. Like some people, they, and other people, they literally say they want something and that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. Like you, you look on the internet, you'll see when, oh, I want a man that's obsessed with me. And then you get one and call them clingy. Right. You know, and men as well, oh, I want somebody to cook clean and stay at home and just be a real woman. And you get that. And it's like, man, she lazy. She don't want to work or nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, it's you say what you what you think you want, but it's not mm-hmm. what you actually want. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So other than communication, what are some other basic things that you think can kind of make a break, at least getting from stage A to stage B? You know, like let's say you were in the little the, do men still court? This is something I just randomly thought of. Do y'all still believe in court women? Um, I think some do, but it also depends on the women that they've experienced throughout life. Mm. Like a lot of women are allowing men to skip courting, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like there's women who allow a nigga to just Netflix and chill, or right. men cannot come through. Mm-hmm. Like it, women used to demand, like if you don't take me out, we ain't doing shit, or if we don't, you know, have this criteria, we not doing shit. A lot of women are just like. All I want is some dick, just like you just want some pussy. So we can just fuck, and that'll be game over. Right. Like me, I believe in courting. But at the same time, if you're not going to require me to court, I'm not going to force it. Mm. If you allowing me to just come to your house, then shit, I'm coming to your house. (laughs) That's a powerful statement. I think everybody should take notes on that. Because I think sometimes we meet people as women and we get frustrated because we're like well damn you know this negro's not doing shit that i i really want yeah and and once again it goes back to communication sometimes unfortunately people not gonna just read our minds or just like you just said you just made up a good point like you just said they're not gonna require require it i'm not gonna do it unfortunately i think a lot of people think that way and a lot of times don't think with us we expect it to be a given which isn't wrong, but as you're saying, I guess sometimes you have to just not accept any less, which is something I've said repeatedly on a lot of my podcasts, like not settling too. Like if you don't want somebody to just come to your house and just lay around, shut that shit down. Like don't accept it from the beginning. So do you think that's how women need to come off from the beginning? Like, okay, you're not going to give me what I want. I'm just not going to really deal with you. Or is it just worth kind of giving them like a slight chance and just kind of listing out what you want from the beginning maybe and it could kind of weed out some confusion i think it just depends on whether or not you you feel that they're worth the effort 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sometimes you you got somebody who really wants you. So all you got to do is tell them in which direction to follow you. And then other mm-hmm. people, it's like pulling a dead horse behind you. Mm. So you got to choose which one. Like if, if I like this person enough, then I'll walk with them. Like, look, I like this done this way. I want you to do this like this. Do this. Other people, mm-hmm. you like, motherfucker, I ain't got time. Right. You ain't even all that cute. Your dick ain't that big. Just get the fuck out of here. Like, no, I'm good. Right, so right, it, right. It's, it's to the woman's discretion. Like, if you really like a dude, then you might let him get away with a little more and be like, all right, look, dude, just come over. I, I need for you to take me out. Mm-hmm. And if he disagrees, then it's up to you. Like, if he like, oh, I don't take women out, then I don't deal with niggas who don't take women out. You know, you got some stuff you got to be firm on, and then you got some stuff that you can give. My suggestion to women is to be firm way more than you be light. Because mm-hmm. a lot of women are light on a lot and let dudes get away with way too much. Right. So do you think, and I think sometimes um, from a women's standpoint, and I, like I said, I, I don't want to generalize. So if anybody's listening later, don't be like, well, girl, you don't speak for me. Like, I'm not generalizing. But <laughs> do you think, though, there's instances? I, I just think some women, I think we may not want to come on too, quote unquote, strong. I'm not saying everybody. But I think sometimes some men have a tendency to be like, have you on an impression? Well, shit. Just like, I just think with any woman, when we say to, something that, some men take the wrong way. The first thing they go to is she crazy. She and I don't think that's the case all the time. I just think that's also an excuse sometimes men use to kind of minimalize the situation or minimize the fact that well maybe you fucking around with a woman that you really not qualified to deal with, and so that's the first thing you're gonna say. Uh, some uh, just like you said, sometimes a man it may be a situation where they don't really know how to communicate, and then you got this woman that's saying off the bat. X, Y, Z, and they don't know how to comprehend it. So the easy thing to do is, oh, well, she crazy. I'm just going to move on. I mean, and that's just speaking from, you know, a woman's perspective. So at the end of the day, you're saying basically it's just worth it for a woman to just list what she wants from the beginning, and that will just make things simpler, basically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I suggest that a lot on the, you know, my, my relationship podcast, Cat versus Dog. You should in your initial conversations, number one, get to know the person that you're dealing with, and number two, let them know who you are specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a big believer in, you know, where'd you go to school? How many parents did you have in the household? How's your relationship with your mother? How's your relationship with your father? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you realize a lot of trauma that people have from a, from childhood. And some people can't get over that shit. That is true. Like, you might be dealing with a mama's boy, and you might not like that, but you don't want to find out when you already done moved in with this dude, or, you know, y'all done already been sleeping with each other. You really like the sex, and you realize you don't even like this nigga. Right. So I've been getting all that out the way. I'm glad you brought up mama's boy, too, because I know from my experience, I've literally dated a severe mama's boy, which was a huge fucking turn off. I was like, you might as well be fucking your mama. Um, I've also dated, well, I was married to someone who had, when I say a fucked up relationship with their mother, 
So I've dealt with both spectrums. It's like, God damn. So, and on the flip side, I'm sure a lot of men, I mean, I'm sure I would think you're going to co-sign me on this one. I would think dating a woman with some fucked up daddy issues is not a walk in the park too, you know, correct? <laughs> yeah, it is not. It is terrible. Yeah, we got a lot of women. We have some issues with our father, too. You know, I mean, I'm not one of them. I actually have a strong father in the home. And on the flip side, that's why with me, I'm just like, I have a problem dealing with, quote unquote, weak men because I have a strong black father. I was raised with one. He's still a strong man. So it's really hard to kind of bullshit me. I just if I, you know, I I don't know. So it's just like it's so many levels. But of course, there's a lot of people that were raised with no father in the home. So some women, they haven't had any male examples until they started dating, which is scary, too. So that's a bad one, too. And I do agree. I think the way people were raised makes a huge difference. Because I know when I was married, um, like I said, I grew up in a two-parent home. My parents were married over 50 years. Of course, I'm divorced, but my spouse did not see any of that. Single mother, different kids, different dads. He didn't know any type of structure. And we just didn't mesh well because we had two different backgrounds, plain and simple. So it is worth it to know a person's background first. So at the end of the day, just to sum that up, (laughs) so from your perspective, when you first meet someone, just make sure you do your initial homework, basically. Correct. Mm -hmm. That's that's paramount. Right, because it would weed out people earlier. Me and China, the writer, we mentioned that in our Embracing Your Singleness um, episode, just kind of knowing yourself, because if you don't, you're going to be end up wasting, you're going to end up wasting a lot of time on people. So, so moving past that one, so let me refer to the list, because God knows, I mean, people were blowing up my Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I seen. I was like, man, these are some good ones. Yeah, I was like, damn. So, <laughs> Let me see what's a good one to start with. Um, now, this is a random one. This is a funny one I added in. Um, so, mind you, like I said, my podcast is for the culture, you know. So, um, is it true or false? When he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. Is it true? <laughs> I know that's a random one. I know people listen like, did she really just ask that? But I'm just saying, like, is it kind of true that, is there any truth to black men kind of looking at once they get to a particular level to kind of leave the sisters behind? Not true, but fucking tragic. Because mm-hmm. on some real shit, a lot of us, we, or, you know, let me not say us, because I married a black woman. Fuck that. But um, I just feel like a lot of dudes, when they reach a certain plateau, it's almost promoted for them to find a white girl. Or I feel like on, like I said, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but I feel like the, the right, the step right, up, right underneath it is lighter than white you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna get a white one but i'm I'm gonna get one that's damn near close to it this is like i don't know like i said i could be reaching with that me and miss courtney we're gonna do an episode down the line on colorism but do you think that's like one like and i like the word that you use tragic that that's a perfect description so do you think that is a layer that happens because i i mean people don't want to admit it like i said i don't do popular opinions on my show but it's hurtful. So do you think that is a tragic trend, you know, that sometimes the sisters do get left behind? Yeah, because, like, um, in sports, they almost, like, tell you that. Like, man, you got to get you one of these that come from money already. And, of course, you know what they mean by come from money. Mm-hmm. So, right. it's like, they tell you to find you one of these, but, 
like I was just telling my cousin not too long ago, Becky gonna take half just like you know LaShonda will. It's the same half. Right, it's no difference. Yeah, like there's white gold diggers just like there's black ones. Like, you know, oh, I wanna get with a black woman, she's gonna take all my money and all of that shit. But it's like a lot of times it's it's more weak ass niggas with money for the most part. Cause like I, I would always say if you give a woman something to submit to, she'll submit. I don't care who she is. Right. So it's like, oh, black women aren't submissive. Shit, I got a black woman, she's submissive. But it's because I carry myself in, in a manner that is something that garners submission. And Some let me throw this out there. And something I do need to say if any men tune in when I do publish this, and I actually think I'm going to publish this today. We do submit, but we're going to submit to a man, okay? So anyone that's listening that want to sit there with this bullshit, oh, women don't submit, especially black women. No, we'll submit our ass off, but we're not going to submit to no jackass. Yeah, you, and I'm, you're just a bitch with I a dick. A lot of people don't here. We will submit 100%, but a man also has to be a man. If a woman doesn't respect a man, we're not going to, this is not going to happen. And I feel like you also have to be a man in order to garner that respect. Respect is earned. And that's in any situation, coming from a man, woman, whatever, parent, whatever. And I think that's the disconnect that takes place, that that conversation needs to be had. A woman has no problem submitting at all. But it's when you're with someone who, let's say he may be a cheater, a liar, he just doesn't handle finance as well. Is a woman going to really submit to that? Why should they? You know, I mean, or just vice versa. If you're a man and you're really doing what you're supposed to do, but you just met so-and-so and she really may not have her shit together. It may not be trying and you're not going to really go out your way for her either. And I think that's the conversation a lot of people don't want to admit because we're so, so busy pointing a finger. Oh, well, he don't do this. And then, you know, these Negroes on this end, well, she don't do that. Like, no one wants to, like go to the pulse of the problem, you know, but I think well, women have no problem submitting. It's just, you got to submit to the right ones. But I think on the flip side, we all got to bring enough to the table too. Like it was, it's just not going to happen instantly. And I just think that's something that, you know, we just don't want to discuss, but I had to bring that part up, you know, cause this is on my mind. Cause I think, you know, that's one of the issues that black women in particular face with dating um i'm not saying like all black men do it because obviously not like you just said yourself you're dating a black woman but um i'm just saying you know i think that's one little piece that tends to happen so let me look at my list and you can interject at any time if you have any ideas (laughs) that's um off the list um let me see so we did mention money so let's talk about finances in general. Um, should a man always pay? Let's and I'm just breaking this down to dating. Um, so let's say you you know you you're in like a relationship at this point. I'm kind of skipping past the courting stage, but let's say you're finally in a relationship. Should the man always pay? I believe in that personally because I'm I'm a traditionalist, so I believe it, everything how it used to be. You know, nowadays right. it's 2020. I live in California. It's very expensive. So it's hard mm-hmm. for a man to just be, oh, I'm the 100% provider. You stay home, don't work. That's not really working in California. If she don't work, you got to be damn near a millionaire in order for y'all to live comfortable. Right, right. But I, I believe the man should at least pay for most. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of times there's women who are like, you know, it's a lot of boss women out here nowadays. They're making a lot more money. They're a lot more successful, right. and men are becoming a little less. 
But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, you know, maybe we can go to a restaurant I can afford. You want to right. come wear nice, we can split it. But at least let me put in on it because as a man, I, I still do believe a man should be a provider. Correct. And that's my thing. I know from a woman's perspective, I was just raised where the man provides. That's just me. Okay. I Like I said, my parents were married over 50 years. My dad worked. And when I say worked, he worked his ass off. And my mom raised the kids. Now, I'm not saying everyone's relationship should be that traditional where, like, the woman doesn't work. Obviously, that's not the norm nowadays. But he worked and he took care of everything. Like, I dated someone um, two years ago. He was actually talking marriage. But once once again, one of the things that we clashed on, his parents were actually, he came from an actual um, two-parent household. But he just made a point to stress, oh, my parents split everything 50-50. That's y'all. I'm like, so mine didn't. And I'm like, me personally, I don't respect no man that's like, you talking marriage and we supposed to split the rent 50-50? No, that's just me. And I know that's a controversial statement. But if anything, I feel a man should take care of the household. I'm not saying obviously he's going to pay every single bill in the house. But that's a roommate, in my opinion. That's not the provider of the home. Do you agree with that argument? Because I've heard a lot of people say that if anything, the man's supposed to at least pay for the, the dwelling, the house, you know, like, can he at least do that? Like, do you find any um, truth to that statement as a man? I do. Honestly, like, you know, and unless you're dealing with Oprah or something like that, like, right. you know, like, what what are we really doing? But again, it's kind of a, it's a gray area nowadays, just due to the fact that you might meet a woman who's making a hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand a year, and a man you making seventy five thousand a year. Like, but even with right. that, I still want to put in to make sure that I, I at least feel like I'm carrying my weight. Like, I look at it like this: if we both got two incomes, bro, you still should be able to knock out this rent, lease, mortgage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm putting in as much as I could put in. You know, in order for us to live the way we want to live. Now, of course, if you make considerably more than me and you want to live a certain lifestyle, then yeah, but I'm at right. least do what I can. Like, right. I don't believe in no dude being like, well, she make a quarter million a year. I guess I can chill. Like, hell no. I don't believe in chilling as a man. Me personally, I view that as a sign of weakness. And like I said, I know not everybody's going to agree with this, but that's just me. It's just very weak. Because even I with the agree. person I dated, he was, when he was stressed 50-50 all the time, I'm just like, that's the weakest shit ever. And that's just the way I personally looked at it. But, you know. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, especially if he makes more. That's really, right. that's super weak. Right. If, if he makes now, more think- money and he's saying 50-50, because the way me and my wife work, we put mm-hmm. the money in a pot. We have mm-hmm. one account. All the, you know, all the house money goes into that account. We both have Can our little. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Okay, that asked much better. Anchor was having a moment. Sorry about that. So, no <laughs> problem. Like, you and your wife, you guys basically pull your money together, basically, because you said you make considerably more. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, I, I let her do what she do with her money. Mm-hmm. She wants for it to be a pool, so that's what it is. Do but it's like, um, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, go ahead. Do you feel that a lot of men actually don't have that same 
attitude though because i i don't know maybe i just keep meeting jackasses but like i said i've met someone that was talking marriage but he was on that 50 50 kick and that was one of the issues with our relationship because i viewed it as a sign of weakness at the time i'm not gonna lie i did make more money than him it wasn't like a huge amount more but i made more but still in all I didn't care. I'm just like, it's not like I was making a hundred grand and he was making 30. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? So it still wasn't enough where I felt like you need to handle your business. And he constantly went on and on about what he couldn't afford. And to me, it's, it's a sign of weakness. I don't, like I said, that may be controversial. That doesn't make women gold diggers only because you want a man that can handle his business financially. But do you find that a lot of men actually don't have that same sentiment? They also, they really are looking for stuff to be split. Are they looking for someone that does make more than them? I don't know. Do you think, like, I just feel like a lot of men don't have that same attitude, or at least the ones uh, from people that I know, too. I, I don't know. Do you think there's a lot of men that really don't have that same sentiment? Not to sound like that, because I hate to be that guy, but a lot of dudes who was raised by their mama take on the traits of their mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, if your mama was on the county or your mama was the type that was letting dudes take care of her. Like, I want somebody to take care of me. Wow. And it ain't right. <laughs> I love my listeners, but I know y'all agree. Yeah. What the fuck is some of this shit y'all said? I don't agree with it. And I, like I said, I welcome that. Just be kind. That's all I say. Like, you do not have to agree with everything I say or any or everything my guest says. I don't expect that. And I want people to give their opinions. Just be kind, you know, because <laughs> if not, you'll be blessed and blocked. No, I'm playing. But, you know, yeah. just be kind. <laughs> just be kind on your opinion. And we can definitely have a conversation because that's the whole point of the Q chat. Like I said, is just being honest. I don't give popular opinions. I give raw conversations and so do the people that i have on my show so i definitely want to thank you once again this is the bad motherfucker my signified homeboy young dolomite um tell them again how they can find you on instagram give all your information your contact information your podcast information um on instagram my personal page is at young dolomite y-u-n-g-d-o-l-e-m-i-t-e underscore um, the Too Much Game podcast is at Too Much Game. Cat vs. Dog podcast at Cat vs. Dog podcast. Uh, Young Dolomite on Twitter, spelled the same way as Instagram without the underscore. And uh, I think okay. that's it. And I'll be happy to argue with anybody <laughs> who doesn't agree. Definitely. And that's but the I'll thing. be respectful. We, you know, we don't all have to agree, but we definitely will be respectful. And like I said, everyone that's listening, because I know everybody's waiting to hear this, um, we are going to continue the live conversation. I just, I guess I'll just run a poll, I guess, to see what time works better for everyone so I can have the time and date. I would love everyone to join on the live so y'all can say your opinion and we can hash it out. <laughs> I definitely want to thank everyone that was super enthusiastic and gave some suggestions. I, like I said, I'm super excited because I have been trying to get a guy on the show. Okay. Cause I don't want to ever come off like, well, number one, I would think I don't say anything that comes off in like past episodes. Like this is a male hating thing. Cause I, that's really not my style, quite frankly. Um, and this time, this show is actually going to be entitled a conversation with a king, because like I said, we're all kings and queens and we all better believe that. So once again, 
I want to end it. Thank you again, Young Dolomite. And I want to thank all the listeners. And once again, whatever stage you're in, whether you're early in dating, you're in a relationship, or you're in a season where you're deciding like you actually want to be single right now, you want to work on yourself, whatever stage that you're in, make sure that you go love yourself. Because I guarantee if you love yourself first, you do not have to find it hard to find someone else to love you correctly. So thank you guys and thank you, Young Dolomite. Oh, there we go. Okay. No problem. Now go ahead and repeat that part about men take on what they saw their mothers, what the type of mom they had. So you're saying like, yeah, I, yeah, repeat that part. Yeah, I, I just feel like a, a lot of men see how they they mom was if their mom was a dependent, and they take on that dependent mindset. Mm. You know, some women like my mom was like, nah, this shit is not cool. Like you as a man, you got to provide. A lot of times she used my dad as an example. Like he's not doing his job. Right. You got to do your job. When you become a man, you got to take care of that. That's what you're supposed to do. But a lot of women don't raise their son in that way. I got a lot of friends that was okay getting on Section 8, GR, food stamps and things of that nature because their mom was with that. Wow. So I know we mentioned briefly just about, I would say my experiences about just the men I've dated and saw how their mothers played a factor in how they were. So 100%. So that's definitely true then, right? Like the type of mother that you had plays a factor in what type of man you are basically toward in a relationship. Correct. And it's sad that we got to focus on mothers more than fathers. I mean, I think that goes without saying. If a man be with his father, obviously that plays a factor. But I think historically right now, a lot of men are being raised by their mothers. Do you think even in a two-parent family household, if a man grew up with both of his parents, do you think the mom played more of a, plays more of an influence or the dad? Or is it kind of like a, a combination or a case-by-case thing? Mostly case by case, but I also think it depends on the dynamic of their parents' relationship. Mm. Some dudes was raised with an alpha female and a beta male. Mm. True. You know, like, I I know people who, when I met their parents, I'm like, your dad is kind of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they take on that, um, that characteristic. Right. Like, you know, in my household, my mom did this, my mom did that, like, me and my wife a lot of times clash because of her parents' dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, my mom did this and my dad did that. And I'm like, well, this is our house now. So I do this and you do that. Mm. I, I I don't care how your parents did it. This is how we going to do it. Right. You know, because a lot of people are, they, what would they say? The the I don't know how much percent nature and how much percent nurture. I feel like it's different with different people, but some people are more, more nurtured in nature, and they they take on a lot of what happened when they were little. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like to know what relationships you have with both parents, because I don't think it's a more or a less, because some dudes was raised by their father. Right, true. Definitely. And women as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at everything on a case-by-case basis a lot of times, but I'm just a big believer in meeting parents and getting to know the type of relationship that your potential mate has with their parents. I agree. That That's a huge factor. I mean, I just noticed that even with 
even outside of relationships with friends that I have, when they had a different upbringing than what I had, it's really like apples and oranges. It's like you can't even have the same conversation because they weren't used to seeing two parents or just, you know, things of that nature or people that I know who their parents were together. Just like I said, the guy dated. His parents were together too, but their dynamic was completely different from my upbringing. So we still clashed because we didn't have the same background per se. So let me see. I kind of want to move on past finances. Um, So I know you brought up a good point, um, a good subject for us to talk about, and that was interest versus thirst. Do you want to elaborate on that? Um, I feel like in relationships, a lot of women mistake a dude's thirst for interest. So let's define like um thirst is just oh she got a fat ass oh she got nice titties oh she's cute mm-hmm. but there's nothing really after that right. like just because a dude wants to fuck a woman doesn't mean he really likes mm. and a lot of single women as well get that fucked up mm-hmm. like oh i got all these men that want me they just want your body they don't want you right they don't want to be around you. They don't want to talk to you or hang with you. They want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's thirst. Interest is a dude who's actually trying to make effort, wants to be around you, wants to spend time with you, wants to put forth what he has to do. A lot of women don't have in- as much interest as they have mm-hmm. thirst. And a lot of women, when they in relationships shouldn't mistake a dude's thirst for interest like oh why'd you like her picture uh, i was literally just being thirsty mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be with her i just like the way her ass looks in that mm-hmm. skirt i'm glad you brought that up because so let's go to flirting now do you think there's a a line that could be crossed in flirting do you think it's disrespectful if you're in a relationship and that other partner is flirting while like you mentioned we live in a social media age and i know some people don't play games with their significant other even liking somebody's picture and that goes on both ends they don't like it like do you think there's a fine line like is there such a thing as innocent flirting i think it's a very fine line that some people shouldn't even Mm -hmm. get close to now of course you know because I, i feel like well, of course, I think once you find it in the DM, you've crossed the line completely. But, you know, what? what's the difference between innocent flirting and crossing the line? Like, what? What? what you, how do you view it? And from the male standpoint, when? when is it just y'all, you know, hey, being a little flirtatious or like you said, thirsty, uh, you, you just, you literally about to open Pandora's box. Like, what's the difference? I feel like you cross the line when you start making plans. Mm. Like, you know, when can I see you? Now you cross the line. Like, a nice, okay, I see mm-hmm. you. You know, that's that's innocent flirting. Like, you know, you could you could say that to right. your mom. Oh, you look, you look nice in that dress. Okay. I see you've been working out. Oh, you know, or a woman. Oh, you know. I see you've been in the gym. Like, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. innocent. But it's like, you know, so what time you get off? Mm. You cross the line now. Right. Like, making plans, you know, trying to set up something. 
that's when you cross the line. A compliment here or there, you know, that's innocent. You can compliment anybody. Right. But when you get to the point where it's like, now y'all trying to build a connection, then you overdoing it. Like, why are y'all talking every day? Right, right. It was cool when you said nice, but good morning, beautiful every morning. No, nah, now, now you're doing too much. Right. Yep, because you're establishing something. I agree. So I'm about to, oh my God, go to my actual Instagram and scroll through <laughs> these comments. So just for anyone that listens that did not see what I posted on Instagram, so I'll let everyone know that I was recording an episode today with my first male guest, my first king on the show. And I said that we were going to be talking about relationships, blah, blah, blah. And I asked on what topic in question would you all like to discuss? Women flooded this. Um, I actually tagged some men too, but women like flooded it. So let me go to the first one. So wine time, um, she asked, why do men lie so much? So I'm going to take her question and twist it actually. So last week I posted like a funny video from an old Chris Rock um, comedy special where he said, who lies the most? men or women (laughs) his answer was men lie more but women something about they 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 lie to lie bigger they lie bigger correct so i'll pose that question to you because i definitely have my opinion on that so what do you think um i honestly feel like it's a 50 50 Mm -hmm. i think men tell a whole lot of little lies Women tell big old lies. Right. But it's, you know, it, it, it kind of goes into who we are. Right. I feel like men lie to protect women's feelings. Women lie to protect women's feelings. Let's, let's, I want you to um detail that one because I've heard this said continually that sometimes a man lies to protect a woman's feelings. So can you elaborate on that? Um, like a lot of times if we get caught up in something in order to spare your feelings, we'll lie. Mm-hmm. If you cook something that we don't like, we'll lie. If your breath ain't all that way, we'll lie. If we don't like your hair, we'll lie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's bring it to a bigger stage. Let's say, okay, let's, let me throw out some names. Okay, Terrence and, I don't know, Tina, they in a relationship. Tina found some shit in Terrence's phone, okay? Tina's presented this to Terrence, and he knows good and damn well what Tina has presented is the truth, but he's not going to admit that. So do you think there's some instances like that where it's like, okay, from the male perspective, it's like, let me water this down because she's about to get real mad and I don't really want to lose her. I just did something stupid. Do you think that falls into that category too? Like when y'all kind of get caught up and stuff sometimes, like, do you think that? Yeah, we don't want to hurt you. Right. We, we might have did some stupid shit that we know might have hurted you, but we don't want the truth to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So we lie. Right. Because we don't want you to leave. Even when we doing toxic shit, we we don't do it to hurt you. We just didn't want you to find out. Mm. So why, and I, I know this is such a broad question. I actually don't like asking broad questions, but I think women would probably flood my fucking inbox if I don't ask this. So why do y'all do some of these things then? Like, what's the point? Uh, we're not thinking at the time. Mm-hmm. It's just like you ask a person, why did you rob the bank? 
Mm-hmm. We're not thinking about prison when we're robbing the bank. We're only thinking about money. Mm-hmm. So it's like when a man is cheating, he's not thinking, oh, man, this is going to break my woman's heart. He's thinking, I want to get this nut right now, and she'll never find out. Mm-hmm. So he's just basically caught up in the moment or just the, impulse, the impulsiveness or whatever, basically. Exactly. We We get overwhelmed by desire like we're not thinking about nothing but what we're doing right now do you think that it's, it's, do you think sometimes men cheat or and this is like i said this is kind of going in another direction but you think sometimes men may cheat or just do some some shit that totally crosses the line because like you said they're truly not thinking but once once again you, you do you think some men really do some things because they think it'll truly be a one-time thing and they won't get caught yeah, mm-hmm. that's from from my experience. Most men, when we talk about that, it's always like, "Yeah, man, that bitch wasn't that long." You know, I'm I'm out of town, or you know, my my wife don't even know that woman, or blah blah blah. Like, it's mm-hmm. never a oh, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always care. They'd be devastated, or they are devastated when you find out. Mm-hmm. Like it, it hurts us too. Like you know, you can see in the dude's face when he get caught, he's embarrassed. Right. But we're not embarrassed when we're doing it. It's just like, oh, man, I wasn't even thinking about that. Right. Do you think... Oh, dudes just do what dudes do. Do you think some men who are in relationships who have done some dumb shit outside of their relationship, you know, cheated or whatever, do you think some of them, like, let's say they're married or just they're they're not even necessarily married, they're in a solid relationship? Because me and China, the writer, talked about cheating too. So do you think there's some instances where a man could be in a relationship or a marriage he may step out and he's truly just looking at that as like just sex and that's it with no emotion tied to it. So he may mentally think he's really like, this ain't serious. Like I don't really love this bitch. I'm just doing whatever. Do you think men honestly think that? Like, is that a way, you know, that's the sad justification maybe like, Oh, it's just sex. A lot of times it is. Sometimes it's not when a dude is having a whole affair. It's not right. You know, some dude got a whole side woman that he also has feelings for. Mm. But a lot of dudes is just like, man, she had a fat ass. We was drunk. We got down. I don't even got the bitch number in my phone. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's also a case-by-case basis. A lot of times I think women would rather the latter. Like, I I just hope it was just sex. I hope you can tell me, fuck that bitch. I'll call her, cuss her out. But I think cheating just hurts no matter how it happens. Right. Because I know um, me and China discussed this, and I've always said I have, like, a controversial standpoint on that. I do think cheating is a case-by-case situation. I know, like, some of the women probably like, this. did you really just say that? But I'm only saying in certain situations, me personally, if I have a marriage under my belt and we have kids and you've done some, you've done a dumb-ass one-time thing, I'm personally not going to throw away my whole family over a dumb fucking incident. I'm not saying I'm going to forgive it easily, but that's just me. Because I know some people probably listen, like, are you crazy? But I just also think it's kind of childish when I hear people say, well, if my husband cheat, I'm out. Like, you really going to leave and have and raise your kids as a single mother because he did some dumbass shit one night when he was maybe drunk or just wasn't thinking? And I, You know, like I said, I know it's controversial and I know probably, people probably listen like, that's the stupidest fucking thing you've ever said. But I'm just saying for me and mine. But um, I don't know. I just think there's different layers to it. Right, if you're having a whole fucking 
I think that's R and B music. <laughs> I think every R and B song like, is basically baby I cheated. I just wanted to, to test her pussy and let's work this out. That's uh, And not even that, like nowadays, you know, it's the culture of bitch you stupid. You you stage, you stupid. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, like remember Barbara, this is sure. Mm-hmm. Like women got cheated on since the beginning of time and stayed. Right. Like our grandparents, it was almost like an understanding. Like as long as he come home, he take care of home. You know, I don't like that bitch as long as it don't come on my front doorstep. It is what it is. And let me throw like uh, first. Let me stop you for one second because, like I said, I think I am going to publish this episode today. So. Ladies, I'm not saying I'm condoning cheating. I'm not saying that at all. So I went to like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just saying <laughs> in a fucking marriage is all I'm saying. A true committed relationship and he did something stupid. I do think sometimes people do make a dumbass mistake. Do I think it's a case-by-case situation whether you choose to stay? Definitely. All I'm saying is there are some instances where I wouldn't necessarily throw out my entire marriage over something dumb. Especially sometimes people get married really young. And you both immature. You don't even know what the fuck you want. You don't even know what a marriage is. And sometimes I think people mature later. I think there's a lot of people walking around that's been married a long time. And when they first got married, people did dumb shit. I know women have cheated in their marriages and they're still together, which that could be another episode. So that's what I'm saying. That is what heavy. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying in case people going to listen like, I cannot fucking believe you're going to sit there and it's okay to cheat. I never said it's okay to cheat. Yeah, I didn't even say it's okay. I just said that people people were more understanding right. of it. Right. They worked it out, basically. People, I think people back in yeah. took their vows more seriously. But we, you know, I think times are just a little different is all I'm saying. So, you know. I, I, yeah, instead of buying another one, they fixed up. Right. So I know that's a controversial statement coming from a woman. But, you know, I want to throw out that disclaimer for women that listen. It's like, I cannot believe you just said it's okay to cheat. I never said it's okay to cheat. I'm just saying it's a case by case situation. Is all I'm saying. There's some situations where yeah, you should leave this lying cheating ass bastard. But I'm just saying there's some instances where this man just made a dumbass mistake. Should you make it easy for him? No. But sometimes things can be worked out. It really depends on the couple. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, a lot of more women stay after cheating than will admit. I agree. I think sometimes people don't want to admit definitely for sure, you know, but that also goes to, which that could be another episode, keep motherfuckers out of your business and your relationship. <laughs> Some people yeah, because a lot of times I feel like the embarrassment hurts more than the act of it. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right. Cause it's just, it's like, it's like they, they rather get cheated on in private and allow it to happen for it to happen once and everybody know. And especially because there's sometimes when a man cheats down and it's like, you know, what the fuck were you thinking? You know, Most men cheat down. Hell yeah, they cheat down. For sure. I, I mean, Most I, cheat up, I will say that and that may be a controversial one, but I think historically men tend to cheat down. I, I mean... But that's why it hurts more know, for men to be cheated on. It does, because if we gonna cheat, we... we, we because I hate to see he's taller, he make more money, his dick is bigger. Huh? Right. That fucks our ego right. up. Because we're not cheating down. I think men cheat without thinking. Women, we cheat. We know what we're doing, basically. Okay, <laughs> like... 
And that's why it hurts us so bad because it was a plan. It's it's premeditated. And back to the lion, I think we're better liars for sure. I've I've ended much better. way easier, easily lying. Women, we know how to put so and so number in the phone differently. We know how to lie. I'm just whether people want to. And y'all can lie with a straight like, face. Yeah, like it's like we have that on lock, whether we want to admit it or not. Like we're not going to admit shit. There's a lot of shit that a lot of us women we take into the absolute grave. Okay, we know how to lie, and we got a, a good group of homegirls and cousins. They gonna lie for us too. They gonna yeah, women lie as a team. Yeah, we got the the sisters, the cousin, our homegirl. They gonna roll with that lie too. If he call and be like, try even your in. mother. Oh no, we we ride or die. Like you're not gonna catch us, you know, unless we really truly don't give a damn anymore and we just leave little clues around. But other than that, we're not gonna get caught. That's me. I just feel like we're very good at lying. We're some damn good liars. Like it's just we just don't generally get caught. In my opinion, I think we're way better liars. I mean, that's a lot of sloppy male liars. A lot of y'all get caught over the most simplest things. It's like really, like you didn't clean this shit up good at all you know and that's how you got caught but i feel like women we just we don't make it that easy to get caught in a lot so let me through. yeah we don't plan it we don't plan to cheat and that's what a lot of us say and it's never accepted mm-hmm. like i didn't I, it just happened and they're like no it just happened you didn't accidentally well yeah i didn't accidentally but at the same time you know it just presented itself and i took it i built right with Women, the reason we hurt so bad is because y'all planned it meticulously. It was a, a two-week plan. Like you was you was juicing me up two weeks ago for this. Like, oh yeah, baby, uh, you know, I'm 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 going to do this and I'm going here and it's gonna be me and the girls and we don't know shit. And then we believe what the the homegirls say, yeah, girl, we going on this trip, not knowing there is and no And I trip. think a lot of times y'all find out that we cheated because we've gotten pissed off and we've done and we reveal it. Like, well, that's why I did blah, blah, blah. Because <laughs> I think we, we hurt, we cheat, yeah. we hurt, we cheat to hurt a man, I think. I just, I, just, I don't know, not but sometimes, yeah. Okay, because like you said, we all know that's just the way it's going to always be. A man's going to take cheating way worse than a woman. That's just life. It's a huge double standard with cheating when it comes to women. We're not allowed to cheat, period. Okay? And it's just looked at totally differently, which is another thing me and China, the writer, we talked about in the last episode. Um, let me scroll through these questions. Let me see what else someone listed. Okay, someone, um, why do women avoid questions is what my, my homie chilling with Juice Pod wrote. Um, I don't necessarily think we avoid questions. I just think there's some shit we don't want to be bothered with. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and I guess that is avoidance. Um, it depends on what you're asking, I guess. And I think that goes on both sides. Like, if you're asking some type of leading question to start an argument, I think a lot of people are not going to fall for the bait, in my opinion. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think women avoid questions? Or do you, I mean... I, I think they they strategic right. with that. We know what we want to answer. What like we you said, answer. yeah, if you know it's going to lead to some bullshit, y'all plead the fifth. Right. Or you'll divert the energy like, oh, babe, what about this? What's this? 
And sometimes y'all good at switching it up mm-hmm. on us. I think. Oh, you know who? We're very huh? methodical. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because women will be like, "Why you asking me that? What about right. old girl?" And we'll fall right for that shit. <laughs> right. Like we ask you about somebody, you turn around and ask us about somebody. Now we the guilty party, and we like, hold on, didn't I, didn't I approach her about right, this like shit? You just been putting a trap. So um, <laughs> yeah, y'all professional right. tennis players. So ladies, pitch wrote, and this goes into our conversation now. She wrote, "Why do men say wow when they're caught in the lie?" Because <laughs> we trying to. Think we we saving time to make another lie. It's funny because a male did respond. He said, "Because we're shocked that you have the audacity to say that I lied and the nerve to think that you actually caught me in it." You know, which normally we did catch you in it. So, you know. Yeah, when we caught, it's like, okay, what am I gonna say? What am I? The whole time we're saying, "Wow," we letting our brain process what our next response right. is gonna be. So my. Let me like stall this answer. So uh, my good friend Elisa asks, why do men have a hard time committing? So do you think there are some instances where men generally have a hard time with commitment? I feel like men who have a hard time committing have a hard time committing. A lot of men don't have a hard time committing. Some men just have a hard time committing to somebody that they might not want to commit to. Right. I can see that. Like you, you have a hard time finding men that want to commit to you. I, so you just got to find a man right, that's ready. Right. I personally feel that a person's going to stick with who they really want to be with. So I, I do feel that, which is why I think sometimes women, we do tend to waste our time with somebody that kind of made it clear a month or two or three months ago that, okay, this Negro is just not the one. You know, you're looking for commitment and he's not. But I think sometimes we expect the man to be the bigger person and be like, he'll just leave. I just feel like sometimes people are going to stick around as long as you allow them to, even though they know that they're not what you want. I just feel like some people, they're going to, I mean, why would they leave? They're getting the full benefits. So let. Right, exactly. So here's another question. Um, why do men think it's okay to expect a woman to do wifely things with no ring? I don't think they think it's okay. They just do what they allow mm-hmm. to get away with. So if you're willing to do that, then they're willing to accept those benefits. But if you're not with that shit, there's nothing wrong right. with that. So basically, you shouldn't. So do you think basically go it goes back to what we said earlier? Like people just basically gonna, a man's gonna do what a woman allows them you know, to do whatever and vice versa. So if a man's going to just sit back and allow you to break your back for them, are they not, were they doing minimal to nothing? They, you know, is, is, does it go back to that? Mm. Correct. Like if you willing to do everything a wife does for your boyfriend, he's not going to stop right. you. A lot of men, you know, they, it's a way of persuasion is to make you think that that's what everybody's doing. Like, oh, you don't want to cook for me? You don't want to have sex? You don't want to do this? You don't want to do that? Everybody else does to make you feel like you are outsider, even mm-hmm. though that's not the case. 
So I think it's kind of a mind fuck, really, if a if a dude thinks you supposed to be like that when that's not the case, then he's trying to mind fuck. Mm. That makes sense. I think a lot of y'all men, and that's one thing I will say, we may be better at lying, but you y'all oh y'all masters at mind fucking people. <laughs> I think I think y'all get a gold medal on mind fucking a woman one hundred percent. And that's one thing I will say, y'all the masters of that. I don't I don't think we women have gotten to that stage. I think when it when it's two people and somebody's getting mind fucked, it's normally the man that's mind fucking the hell out of a woman and got us twisted over some ridiculous shit. So I, I Yeah, we know how to use your emotions oh, yeah, against I see that. So another question I have from China, the writer, is why do some men remain in relationships where they are miserable as fuck? Um, I, I also think mm-hmm. it's comfort. Like they, they think that the blowback from the breakup is worse than what they're going through at this point. Like, yeah, this shit sucks, but, like, say, in a marriage, I'd rather be miserable with my money than happy and broke. Like, I'd rather just sit here and deal with this shit than divorce her, and now I got to pay her, and I can't even fuck her. I was just about to say that, because y'all still getting, y'all still fucking, so I think maybe that's the way some of y'all look at it. Do do y'all also tend to look at it like, damn, I don't feel like starting over? even though this shit ain't working like I don't really feel like getting somebody else and starting over from scratch do y'all rationalize like that a little bit but that's only certain dudes like a lot of us you know it's like the 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 phrase ain't no pussy Mm -hmm. like new Mm -hmm. pussy some dudes don't mind starting over but some dudes is like literally they don't like you but they love Mm -hmm. sleeping with you like, if there's something that you have that's keeping them mm. there. So, some dudes just don't want to leave because they like, I know I'm going to miss her if I leave, even though she's annoying the fuck out of me. And I think that happens mm-hmm. both ways. I just see that. Because I know a lot of women that won't leave a dude. And I used to think, like, oh, you know, it's the sex. Of course it's the sex. And the woman is like, no, I'm like, how the hell? <laughs> Because I ain't never been in that situation. If the sex ain't there, I ain't there neither. But, you know, some some people, you know, they, they just, uh, I guess they just tied to the comfort, yeah, really. I see that. That's one thing me and Miss China was talking about, just having a warm body next to you. I think as long as it's a warm body, don't matter if you like what's internally in that goddamn warm body. Um, Here's another. Yeah, and I'm gonna deal with some bullshit. Might as well be this person's bullshit, right, not the next right. person's bullshit. I'd rather bullshit. have you and all your bullshit. So, okay, so here's another one. Should men accept gifts from women that like them, but that man has been with that woman? So, I guess her question is let's say, I'm, I'm assuming I'm just kind of putting this question into a scenario. So, I guess maybe. You're dating someone. I'm assuming this may not be somebody you're like deep in a relationship with, but I'm just trying to give a scenario to her question. So let's say you're dating someone. It's not really serious. And the woman is like the one lacing the man up with gifts. She's saying, should a man accept those gifts knowing he has no intention of like really being with that woman? Uh, Me personally, Mm -hmm. I would not. 
because I feel you're like right. you're leading her on. How do you turn and give down, though? By telling her, I think we moving a little fast. So being like, I, I don't, yeah, like, I, I don't think I want to have a relationship right now when this is mm. relationship shit. Gotcha. So I would just tell her straight up, like, this, this ain't, this ain't mm. what this is. Because I feel like leading the person on is a terrible thing to do in any circumstance. Right. Like, whatever your intentions are, let that person know. Now, if they want to give you gifts anyway, if you tell them, like, look, man, I don't want these Jordans or this, I don't know, mm -hmm. whatever the hell. Like, I, I, I'd rather not because I don't want you to think that we, we something that we not. If she say, I don't care, then yeah, wear the shoes. But make it clear that that's mm. not what it is. Because, you know, then you're going to end up getting your tires cut up and she going to burn those shoes that she bought you. I agree. Don't accept so, shit from a woman if you, you know, I mean, if she's doing grand gestures, it's time to be honest. Even if you're not good at communication, you has better say something because we don't yeah, play exactly. when it comes to money anyway. Me personally, I haven't met a man yet where I'm buying you shit. But <laughs> that's just, you know, but for those women that like to buy a man stuff, like, yeah, like if you with one of those women, you might want to say something quickly because she may not take that too well, you know, that she's put some money. Because I feel like. Yeah, nip right. it in the bud. When that first right. gift comes. Like, I'm not waiting. That Once I get that first, I'm like, hold on. This, this ain't that. Because some dudes will let a woman buy this, this, and then when she like, let's go to the car lot. I want to get you a Cadillac. Then he like, oh, hold on, hold on. Like, no, nah, dude. Right. Don't, don't accept nothing. That far. Um, exactly. I'm not letting you pay right. for dinner. Because I don't even want you to think it's right. that. You're not finna buy me. This ain't that type of situation. I like you, but I don't like you right. like that. So on the flip side, someone wrote a question basically on why well, her question was, which of course I'm gonna kinda twist this question. She wrote, Why are they, meaning men, willing to have sex after they meet you, but it's too early to pay a bill? So let me transform her question. Um is there any is there ever an appropriate situation where a woman should approach a man to pay a bill? Me personally, I'm I'm not with that, but you know, I'm mm. if I live there. What if you what if you I feel like that? Is it huh? is there ever a situation where a woman should let's say you dating somebody, y'all don't live together, she's in a slight bit of a bind. Do you think it's ever like appropriate, I guess? to get to that stage where it's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll help you on this bill. I mean, me personally, I think it's kind of like, eh, like, I don't Yeah, I feel like any cash in exchange for sex mm -hmm. is prostitution. Now, if, if he want to look out for you, then, you know, I I don't mind you asking. Like, if, if me and you in a relationship, we'd have been sleeping with each other, going on dates and having fun, and you didn't fell on hard times, like, uh, man, I need about mm -hmm. 80 on these lights. And of course, you know, hey, baby, how you doing? Uh, yeah, you know, I got this little light bill situation going on. But I also feel like, and, you know, uh, this might be controversial. If you ain't got the money to pay your own bills, you might not mm -hmm. be having sex. Mm -hmm. Like, you should be worried about taking care of your responsibilities more than fucking with somebody, honestly.
I feel you on that. So I think we covered. Oh, you know what? There was another question we wanted to talk about parenting, co-parenting. Um, is it possible to co-parent as a man? Is it possible to co-parent with someone that you just have an awful, horrible history with? Yeah. As long as, well, no, yeah, period. Because nowadays, the way courts are set up and you can, if you really want to fuck with your child, you'll figure out a way mm-hmm. to make it work. Both parties. I think the only times it's difficult to deal with another person is if they mm-hmm. doing petty shit. Because I feel like we could hate each other, but we could love our child mm-hmm. more than we hate each other. So we'll do what has to be done to make sure the child is raised well adjusted, even though we can't stand each other. It gets fucked up when parents use the right. child as a I pawn. think it definitely takes mature people. You made a good point when you can love your child more than you hate that ex. I think it takes a lot of maturity to get to that level. And that's speaking from personal experience because I actually don't co-parent with my ex-husband. Um, I'm in a situation where my ex-spouse constantly, and this man's been married since our divorce, had fiancés, living girlfriends, everything, and he always barrels back to us working things out, which I find to be extremely bizarre. So, like, you know, like, it's just very weird to me, and I, like I said, I, I know my situation is not everyone's, but I know with him, he ties in how we get along or with how he does stuff for the kids, which I don't agree with at all, but I know me and you talked about parenting, so you know, I was just curious with that one you know, is it even possible for people to co-parent um, you know, with people that they don't really get along with who do you think who do you think is the yeah. worst I think, so who's the worst, a bitter man or a bitter woman mm-hmm. a bitter woman a bitter man is more of a mm-hmm. an annoyance. A bitter woman is a problem because y'all are mm-hmm. planners, because y'all are willing to put forth effort. Like a, a bitter woman will call your job mm-hmm. and get you fired. A, a bitter man might beat your boyfriend mm-hmm. up and be sealed, but a bitter man ain't got time to be right. doing a lot of shit. Now, you know, you do have your fatal attraction type of niggas and you know I feel like those are Mm, a very rare case (laughs) but bitter women yeah bitter women will fuck your shit up they Mm. try to fuck your whole life up so I I, I, honestly I think a bitter woman I could be wrong but that's just personally how I personally think a bitter man is dangerous as fuck (laughs) like I think a bitter woman um I think because a lot of people don't expect a man to really act out in bitterness, which for me is why I find it to be more dangerous. And I don't mean necessarily like, and when I mean dangerous, as far as, like you said, for a man to really hold on to a lot of bitterness, it's like, damn, you know, because it's not a trait that we expect, I feel, in men. So when they do it, I feel it's like, it's more powerful in a sense because it's just something that we don't expect. And for a man to get to that level it's shocking. You know, that's just me. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I want to end it with just kind of barreling back. So 
I think I covered pretty much everything that they all listed. But the way I want to end it is, so how do you, how do you think men and women could just kind of find a middle ground? Because I think at the end of the day, um, with men and women, I think a lot of times it's just really we don't know how to communicate to one another. Basically, I just feel like we speak two different languages, and I'm not saying in every situation, but I think it's just sometimes we just have a hard time understanding one another because we all don't communicate on the same page. So how do you think in general men and women can just simply connect to kind of get past all the bullshit and to have a successful relationship? Uh, What you said, communication. I think a lot of times the the biggest breakdown in communication between men and women is male Mm -hmm. ego and female emotion. Like, men, our ego gets involved, certain shit a woman will say, and women's emotion get involved with certain Mm -hmm. shit men say. Like, a lot of women are intimidated by a man's preference. A lot of men are intimidated by a woman's um, principles, pretty much, or her, uh, what a woman requires, Mm -hmm. what she expects. And I don't think it's nothing wrong with either, but we we take it the wrong way right. when it's put out there. Like, you know, fat shaming. Oh, I don't like this size woman. Oh, why don't you like big women? Why don't mm-hmm. you like skinny women? Like, you know, but we can't get mad when a woman right. say, I don't like broke men. Right. And it's the same shit. Like, if you don't like broke, like me, you don't like broke men, mm-hmm. I'll find somebody that likes And I'm a, a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people are offended by somebody's preference or what they require. And a lot of times it's not even, mm-hmm. it's not nothing crazy. But I just feel like we got to communicate that more effective mm-hmm. amongst each other. Uh, a lot of what we actually want, we got to communicate more effectively. You know, a lot of times we don't even know what we want. We should figure out a lot about who we are and what we actually want before we get into mm-hmm. relationships. With that makes people. sense. I mean, that kind of goes back to what me and China the writer talk about, which I've been mentioning a lot of the um, podcasts me and her recorded together. But we had one that was about go solo, but embracing your singleness. But one of the points that we brought up too was you got to know yourself too. I feel before you move on in a relationship. So that does make sense because I feel like if you don't truly know what you want, how can you expect someone to give it to you? And this also goes into, you know, my major platform that I mentioned in almost every single podcast that I record is loving yourself. So the way I want to end it is basically at the end of the day, like I said, I always talk about self-love and you know, I hope all the ladies that, like I said, I am going to publish this today. <laughs> so I hope all the ladies that do listen, you know, that you guys picked up some gems with it. I definitely don't expect people to agree with everything that we said. Um, me and Courtney, that's one of my um, podcast partners. We're actually going to be expanding our podcast. So Courtney has been trying to convince me for months to go live during the podcast so every single time she's asking I'm like eh, I just you know it just would be too distracting for me 
to record a live while I'm trying to record the podcast. So what we thought of is that we're going to start continuing the conversation after our podcast, even ones that she didn't appear on, appear on. And that will be our live IGs where we continue the conversation. It'll be entitled Conversations from the Throne, which I got to thank Miss Pern Kitty for that title. So we definitely can continue this conversation on a live. So this is for anyone listening. So like I said, I am going to be publishing this one today. Um, Miss Courtney and I will probably start it um, possibly tomorrow, if not next week. So when we do the lives, I'll be sending like an invite to yourself, Young Dolomite, everybody. So hopefully it'll be a time that everybody can hop on and we can all have the conversation together. We'll be continue, continuing these conversations, conversations from the throne, because I definitely would love to hear people in, you know, throwing in their opinions on our conversation we had today, because I already know y'all not going to agree with everything we said. <laughs> I, like I said, I welcome that. Just be kind. That's all I say. Like, you do not have to agree with everything I say or any uh, everything my guest says, I don't expect that. And I want people to give their opinions. Just be kind, you know, because <laughs> if not, you'll be blessed and blocked. No, I'm playing. But, you know, yeah. just be kind. <laughs> just be kind on your opinion, and we can definitely have a conversation because that's the whole point of the Q chat. Like I said, is just being honest. I don't give popular opinions. I give raw conversations and so do the people that I have on my show so I definitely want to thank you once again this is the bad motherfucker my signified homeboy young Dolomite um, tell them again how they can find you on Instagram give all your information your contact information your podcast information uh, on Instagram my personal page is at young Dolomite y-u-n-g-d-o-l-e-m-i-t-e underscore um, the Too Much Game podcast is at Too Much Game. Cat vs. Dog podcast at Cat vs. Dog podcast. Uh, Young Dolomite on Twitter spelled the same way as Instagram without the underscore. And uh, I think okay. that's it. And I'll be happy to argue with anybody <laughs> who doesn't agree. Definitely. And that's but the I'll thing. Be we, you know, we don't all have to agree, but we definitely will be respectful. And like I said, everyone that's listening, because I know everybody's waiting to hear this. Um, we are going to continue the live conversation. I just I guess I'll just run a poll, I guess, to see what time works better for everyone so I can have the time and date. I would love everyone to join on the live so y'all can say your opinion and we can hash it out. <laughs> I definitely want to thank everyone that was super enthusiastic and gave some suggestions. I, like I said, I'm super excited because I have been trying to get a guy on the show. Okay. Cause I don't want to ever come off like, well, number one, I would think I don't say anything that comes off in like past episodes. Like this is a male hating thing. Cause I, that's really not my style, quite frankly. Um, and this tie, this show is actually going to be entitled a conversation with a king, because like I said, we're all kings and queens and we all better believe that. So once again, I want to end it. Thank you again, Young Dolomite. And I want to thank all the listeners. And once again, whatever stage you're in, whether you're early in dating, you're in a relationship, or you're in a season where you're deciding like you actually want to be single right now, you want to work on yourself, whatever stage that you're in, make sure that you go love yourself. Because I guarantee if you love yourself first, you do not have to find it hard to find someone else to love you correctly. So thank you guys and thank you young Dolomite.